and welcome to episode 343 of the Veg Grow podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and modern victory garden. Today is the 1st of July 2020 and coming up in just a moment I'm chatting to Lee Connolly about building a shed, something I'm thinking of doing myself. But firstly, will you join me as we go through my seed packets to see what we can sow this month? Well, you're joining me in the potting shed today where I just want to go through my seeds and just see what we can sow throughout July. Now, I know many of us might be thinking it's a bit late to sow seeds, but actually we can sow seeds now that we might just be able to squeeze a crop from before the frosts hit. But not only that, we can sow seeds for winter crops or even spring crops as we're sort of starting to think ahead and get prepared for that season. Now what I always say is that if we read the seed packet we can get a better idea of what we can sow now. The information is there. Now that being said there are variations across the country, there are variations across the whole world. So much of this list is based around what I'll be sowing this month. Now straight away salad crops are on this list of seeds. I love salad crops. Now we can sow salad leaves which I sow straight into my veggie pod on the first of every month. Lettuce, spring onions, radish and they can all go into areas where we have gaps. Now radishes, I've got to admit I've learned that I'm not a huge or we don't eat a huge amount of radishes. I sowed way too many and more than what we eat so I've got to reduce the amount of those that I'll be sowing. Now many of these seeds are going to be sown where they are to crop and they'll grow there until they are ready. But added to this list is salad leaves that I'll be sowing in pots in this shed. Now these are corn salad or Swiss chard and Swiss chard will be planted out once they are big enough. Swiss chard I actually find really attractive. I sowed some last month but it's such an attractive plant that I think it's well worth growing for that very reason. Radicchio. Now I love the look of radicchio and it's quite tasty and these can be sown in July. So they're going on this list and I also think they're really attractive. Closely related to those is endive. Now I've grown a fair amount of endive this year. I've got to admit I've discovered I'm not keen on that flavour but that doesn't mean it can't be sown. I won't be sowing it but that's one I'm going to put out there as another option. Now other crops that can be sown where they are to grow are my root crops, carrots, turnips, beetroot, all of which will be sown this month. Now I'm not a huge lover of turnips to be honest, but I have just learnt that the leaves are also edible, just like beetroot leaves. So I'm going to try it just for the leaves and see how we get on with those. Carrots of course, I have got a few carrots growing in containers down on the allotment and I will be using those as they become available. But to increase the amount of carrots I have growing, I have one container currently empty that will sow some seeds into that. The variety I'm going to sow is called Early Nantes 2. And back at home here, I've got a tub of carrots that was sown in February in the greenhouse. Well, those carrots are in use and once they are empty, I'll be sowing more into that. Now we just have enough time just to squeeze in some gherkins. I've got enough gherkins, so I'm not going to need that myself. But what I will be sowing is more French and runner beans. I shall again sow these where they are to grow directly in the soil. It makes the job a bit quicker. I would also say that dwarf versions of these plants will probably have more of a chance to get a crop before the frosts hit as they tend to produce just a bit quicker. 
peas. Now peas can also be sown and if we choose the right varieties such as Petite de Provence, sown outside where they are to grow, they should produce quite quickly. It's also time to start sowing our spring cabbages and spring varieties of cabbages particularly. Now we get those in, we'll get them off to a great start and they will produce some delicious cabbages next year. Now that just leaves herbs, which is something we can grow all year round. And again, I'll be growing these in pots, in the potting shed just to start them off. Basil, parsley, coriander, dill, they can all be sown this month and they should grow quite well. Well, I hope that's of some use to you. And with how the weather is looking this week, I should probably be sowing most of these seeds this week. But what will you be sowing from this list or what else will you be sowing? Please let me know. Now something I've always wanted to do and I am currently thinking about doing again is building a shed. Now this shed is for home so it needs to look good which is why I am avoiding using recycled materials. I've drawn up designs and priced up how much this shed would cost and compared it to the price of buying a shed and they came out about the same price but if I built a shed I would come out with a stronger shed built to my specification. So basically, there's a lot of pros and cons, but to help make my mind up, I met up with Lee in his shed that he built. And I wanted to find out more about his experience building a shed. Right, Lee, thank you so much for inviting me to your shed. Is that the right word to call it, shed? No, don't call it a shed anymore, mate. We call it a shedio. A shedio. Stick to shedio. Shedio. Okay. So. I would call it the podden shed but someone copyrighted that before i could get to it <laughs> i wonder who that was <laughs> firstly let's explain who you are in case there's any listeners who shut don't up know. no one on your part everyone must know who i am on your podcast by now don't i they? always think it's polite just to start hey guys off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm a skinny jean gardener yep family and kids gardener getting kids involved in the garden it's a terrible description of myself podcaster legendary uh author Author, yep. Must remember that. Basically, if you've not heard of me, I'm all about getting kids, families, outside, gardening, creating real memories. That's what it's about. Yeah, awesome stuff. And you do a good job at that as Cheers, well. Cheers, mate. Thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate it. What I wanted to talk to you about today is that over the winter, you and your dad built yourself this shedio. Mm. Now, I'm... <laughs> I want a new shed in my garden. Well, a shed come greenhouse, mm-hmm. a combination of the two. And I looked into buying one and I found a price of one to be about £700 of what I want. So I looked into building one and then I priced that up and it's about £700. So what I want to find out from you, from your experience, is it better to build it or buy it? Yeah, so... Um... I'll be honest with you, if it was up to my dad, he would have just bought one. Right. Because it's definitely better, it's definitely easier, should I say, Yeah. to just go and buy one. Four walls, bit of roof, they give you the felt, so it is. Right, yeah. Cost-wise, I think it's cheaper to build your own. Mainly because, and this is, and I'll probably get in trouble in the future, someone will listen back to this podcast and say, oh... He was going against the big sheds. <laughs> but everyone goes to BQ, Wix's, Home Base, all them sort of places for wood and materials. Actually, needs to be going where like the builders go. Yeah. Like, I'm lucky that I know about this base, these bases because they're not secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but because my dad's a builder, 
you know, wood is a lot cheaper from going to them sort of places. Right. So you've got more, you can get more buck for your, I wish I knew that saying. More back for your bang. <laughs> well, but more buck for your bang. There yeah, you saying that. Like, like, yeah. saying it. Um, <laughs> you do because do you know what I mean. Just because it's a yeah. lot cheaper. But wood is is an expensive material, as I think we all agree. But one of the things is one, you can get cheaper wood. Yep. Two, if you're building your own, and this is like anything that I talk about, if you build your own, you can adapt it as you go along, and do it to your own. Um, Spec, spec specifications. Cool, tough on words today, Rich. <laughs> uh, so your own spec. So I've got this Shedio is, I think you agree, quite an odd shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just describe it for the listeners. So down one wall towards our left-hand side, it's what, uh, 10 foot long? That's, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good measurement, mate, definitely. Uh, yeah. and maybe, maybe 12. Yeah, I'd say 12 foot long. Yeah, 12 foot. Um now it, it sort of down your end it's sort of probably six foot by four foot then it swages out into a slightly bigger area it comes on quite an angle because of because of when i first moved to this house i thought it'd be a great idea to do some decking at the end of the garden you know you sit down there for your barbecues it would never worked out like that <laughs> and then we got a taxi down the end of the garden which is a bit yep. different as well and i used to have an allotment so this is where the allotment used to be. Yeah, we main growing bit of food. So it come at the taxi was obviously there. The decking was at an angle. Yeah. So it had a, a weird shaped area to fill. Yeah. Because I don't want to get rid of the taxi, so I had to sort of build around it. So it's at a bit of an angle in that sense yep. as well, which you'd never get with a shed. No. I could have. I could have got a nice long shed, but I would have wasted a load of space, which I could be used. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. And the way to describe a shape of this shed is you've got like a standard six foot four shed down one side, and then you've got one of those corner sheds that come out yeah, an angle. That's a re- yeah bolted onto bolted it, onto it and made into one shed. Yeah, that's a really good yeah that's a good way of doing it. So yeah, we've got that, um, but you know it's not a difficult structure to to build. It wasn't a difficult, but I have insulated this as well. Yep. So we've insulated it. I've also boarded out the inside of it as well yeah um i'm not going to go through the types of wood because i can never remember <laughs> what they're called no um but it's well insulated it's got it's got electric everywhere mm-hmm. uh, and it's got some polycarbonate windows floor, yep. floor to ceiling as well mate yeah as you may have noticed yeah a bit of flash uh <laughs> floor <laughs> to ceiling them to let a little bit of light in the thing is like it was meant it's it is for growing yeah but it's also a sheddy o do you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of my work. It's sort of shed slash office slash studio. The reason I'm thinking of building a shed is so I can build it for my specifications. Now, podcasting is my main thing, and mm. I want to do more. Where and the podding shed that I do a lot of my podcasting in is great, mm. but it's not very practical to do any demonstrations or let's say I want to talk about something as I'm doing it, such as sowing seeds or. Something like that, which I can do in one of my other sheds, but it's very restricted in space. Or if I want to film something, this is why I'm thinking that building a shed that I can build into these little extra features might pay off more in the long run. I think, I personally think so. Like, Mm. this shed is it cost me about a grand, and don't get me wrong, like, some of it is. Uh, recycle like the ceiling's recycled, right? Yeah, and the insulation I got for nothing. Yeah, insulation's expensive. Yeah, 
not worried about that. <laughs> I think uh, necessary yeah. insulation. If you're yeah. going to use, depending on what you're using it for. If you're just sawing tools in there, you're not going to worry about it. But if you're going to use it as a, a working space as well, yeah, yeah, you need some. Yeah. But you'd be surprised get how many people get like over the road from me. They're doing some building work, and they were dumping loads of roof cuts. Yeah. Loads of it. Yeah, and that's all mine is. If you if I took the walls off, it's all patchwork <laughs> insulation because <laughs> people get rid of so much, and that's the thing. Like building your own shed, you'll be surprised what people get rid of, and now, and now, and how you don't mind like adding little bits to it because yeah, you've not. It's a bit like I tell you what it's a bit like. This is awful. It's a bit like you buy a car. Imagine if you bought a twenty grand. Stay with me. A twenty grand BMW or something, you're quite unlikely to then go and stick some go faster stripes down it. <laughs> but if, like me, when you were younger, you brought a six hundred pound Corsa, yeah, you don't mind putting go faster stripes. You regret it. Yeah, you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Now, a few years ago, I did plan to build a shed on the allotment, and my brother-in-law ripped out their extension and had a new extension built and they offered me all the wood which I grabbed Mm -hmm. and at the time I thought yeah I'm going to build a shed out of this and then I spent ages trying to collect the materials and it just piled up in the corner and I got sick of seeing this pile of wood so that's why I'm not going down the recycling route I want to go when I do this project if I do this project I want to buy it yeah. When it arrive and I build it there and then. Yeah, that's the thing. It depends how much money. It just depends how much Wongi you've got. I think. Do you know I mean? like, yeah. I've, I'll give you an example. That's what I'm doing at the moment. Is my brother lives in rented accommodation. Yeah. And my auntie's getting rid of her shed. She's just got, she's just bought a seven hundred pound shed. Yeah, it's a nice shed. Don't get me wrong, it's a big old shed. But she's getting rid of her old shed. I don't think there's much wrong with her old shed. Right. But, um. My brother at his place has quite a large outbuilding. Right. And he's got loads of storage in there. But he's got nowhere to work or even just do a little bit of... He does a bit of gardening. Yeah. A bit of potting up. It's too much of a bigger space to look nice and to be able to sit in there and work. So what we're doing is we're breaking down the old shed that my auntie's got, using that wood... And creating some false walls in there to bring it in a little bit, make it a bit of a nicer area. Because wood is expensive. Yeah. And I think if you can get wood to upcycle and recycle into it to something, it's a good idea. But what I would say is if you're gonna build your own, like I trust me, if if I was gonna do this and my dad wasn't involved, I would have probably made this out of pallets. Uh, <laughs> but my dad would not let me do that. No. And actually, in the end I'm glad I didn't because the wood we use to make the main structure is is actually quite important. Yeah, I mean this that's why I want to find out now to build this shed. Did you build like a stud wall and then bolt onto it? Yeah, it's all stud walls, the whole lot. Right. All stud walls outside with you shiplap. It's called. Yep. I I cladded mine with shiplap. Yeah. Because it was cheaper than um, what you'd normally. I don't know what it's called. Tongue and root. Tongue and root is so much cheaper. Yeah. When you look at it, and that's the thing, when you go to builder merchants, that you you'll be able to see the price breakdown. Yeah. I honestly think I must have saved about two hundred quid doing it in shiplap rather mm. than 
and tongue and groove. Well, this is why I was debating because I thought about overlap, which is what you get on fences. Yeah. And I think that is not worth the money it's printed on. It's not going to last. No. Shiplap was what I was prepared to buy. Looked at tongue and groove, which is probably stronger. 100%. Might look slightly better as well. Bearing in mind, this is in my garden, not my allotment, so it needs to look good. But it's so much more expensive. Uh-huh. So shiplap is where I was looking. Yeah. Now, if, there, if money was no object, it would be tongue and groove. My back wall is actually tongue and groove, but you wouldn't know, know about it. Right. It's on my old shed. Right, yeah. Bit of tongue groove at the back. No, I don't even know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, I'm not sure how we got onto the conversation of shiplap, but that's what it's, it's cladded in. Yeah. Then we've got the stud wall, obviously, that's, that goes onto that. Yeah. Uh, uh, insulation, like I say, it's like a jigsaw behind the walls. Yeah. And then we've got, uh, I can't remember what this stuff's called. It's called... Um, OBS. OBS, well done, mate. Do you know what OBS stands for? Um, I do, but I can't remember at the moment. It's board... Something stranded board. Yeah, OSB board, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. The only reason I, I wish I remembered, but every time we went there, the guy in the yard always used to test my dad on it. <laughs> my dad's like, he's been working 30 years on roofs and he's never known <laughs> what it was called. And the bloke in the yard never let him forget. Anyway, and then we've got that over the top of that. Yeah. Um, and also in between it, we've used roofing. There's a, not a roofing felt, but it's a roofing... You, if you before your tile roofs, it's like a roof and thing sort of felt that goes over. Oh, right. So that sort of clads both inside and out. Right. Because and that's why it gets quite hot in here as well, because there's not many gaps yep. to let cold air um get through. So it's a pretty good sealed unit. Yeah. Yeah. And um It's quite quite a nice te- working temperature. It's solid as well, and that's something that I think if we brought a shed in, it I don't think it'll be as solid as this. Yeah. Oh god no. They're not, they're not, you don't get your money's worth with yeah. bought. Now, don't get me wrong, if someone wants me to sell sheds and sponsor them, <laughs> I sell like everything, don't I? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I tell you, I don't think you do, you do get, um, if you're spending like 200 quid from like B&Q or something, yeah. you're all right. If you're spending 700 quid, you're getting exactly the same sort of shed, just a bit bigger. Yeah. I really don't think they're very strong at all. No. No, um, my, my mate got one. He spent, almost two grand on his shed and I'll be honest with you it's a big shed ain't very strong no it's not very strong at all right so you do get more like you do get more if you build your own but it is harder don't like you say it is more difficult to build your own (laughs) there's no getting around that but you can definitely do more with it like you can you can play about a bit yeah yeah now how how long did this project take you to build it took about three months. Right. Now so, that ain't because it's a it. I was constantly on it for three months, but I had to rip down my old one. I'm like counting and clearing. Yeah. And also, it don't half help if your dad helps you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like putting a base down was important. Yeah. Um, if you got money to throw at it, then you could you do it well quick. But because I was one getting the materials, a little bit of recycling materials, I got. The insulation was from my uncle, uh-huh. who had loads stored up. So I had to wait yeah. a little bit for that to come in. The again, my uncle got um, did the base for us for this. Uh, so you, if you know, waiting for people to come and do bits, 
Yeah. That's why it, that was the length of time it, it took painting. Uh, also, it took a good week for me to get my dad to come and uh, help me build something that he wasn't happy with the design for. <laughs> so, you know, it did take three months, and that was over winter. Um, but you could probably, yeah, I mean, a good month, I reckon, you yeah. building something like this. Solid, yeah. Yeah, it's a solid, do you know what I mean? It's a solid yeah. Um, and thing. Yeah, dad coming. I, I was really lucky. Dad coming like torch the roof on for me and stuff. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I, from a son of a roofer, mate, you can't go wrong with torched felt. Yeah, you, yeah. the thing is with these ones you buy, they come with this really thin felt. You know, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they nail down, and in the first storm of the winter, rips. Off, off they flops. <laughs> you'll see. It, you'll see it at allotments though. You'd always. You always yeah. see. The, the, I mean, my neighbour's got exactly the same thing, and he's patched it up a hundred odd times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So torching on felt, good thick felt. Yeah, it's yeah. Important, and the felt for the roof cost about only about forty quid. Yeah. So it was, not... it was red felt. Yeah. That was it was a bit cheaper because it was red. Right. Like a burgundy colour. Yeah. Um, but there's not a huge amount of difference between that price and the price of that thin felt. I think that's useless, man. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's just useless. That's all I can say. You just don't ever do. do always talk, get a to- it torched on if you know someone mm. that can do it or just get a builder coming. Yeah. Well, I, I've just done my shed at home. This one of my sheds, I should say. Yeah. I've, I've changed it for that bitumen corrugated roof. Yeah, yeah. Screws down. I think that's going to last better. How much then. was that? Um, it was cheaper to buy that. I bought three sheets, £17 each. Nah, it was cheaper bad. to buy that than it was to buy a roll of felt. Yeah, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be no. to for something like that. That's, um, that's decent. Yeah. Um, so they're the sort of things you've got to think about. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's 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 uh, it's fun to be able to design your own thing and bit of put bits together for it. But it does take time. It does take a bit of planning. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but people are getting rid of so Like I say, so surprising what people, especially after like we've had this lockdown thing yeah everyone was doing building work yeah I can't yeah. even tell you how many skips I've seen about it's craziness <laughs> and um, the materials that people uh, get rid of is, is nuts like yeah. I've, I've, there was a big nice proportion of bits that I've reused yeah in here. and you can do that you feel like you can you feel like you've got permission you spend 700 quid on a product you go back to actually that car example was brilliant I think yeah right. well, I think that is a good <laughs> That is a good example. But that, that applies to so many things. The more you spend on it, the less you're likely to customise it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And, yeah. You know, I'm well happy with it. One of the things I don't want to do is over-clutter it, but um, yep. it works for me for works exactly for how I wanted it. Yeah. I mean, the, the three areas that I'm having difficulties in in my design before I make this decision. One, the roof, because... You've gone for a flat roof here, I believe, haven't yep. you? And I thought of, I was worried that rain may not come off the roof if it's a flat roof. But mm. does that seem to be a problem with you? It's pitch. You got to, you give it a big enough pitch. Yeah, that's the thing. My biggest. I tell you what, this problem with this and Dad fixed it luckily for me. But Dad helped me with one wall, and then he said he couldn't come back for a month. Right. Like, okay. Fine. Well, I'll do it myself. Yeah. And. If you really look hard, some of the walls are not as straight as probably they should be. And then when Dad came along to do the roof, obviously the pitch wasn't quite right, and which would have meant um, we could get pulled in, which is the last thing you want. Right, yeah. I feel like a roof e- roofing expert. I've never had to <laughs> explain my roofing uh, knowledge before. But if you could put a good enough pitch on it, yeah, 
And to be honest with you, I don't matter what angle, as long as there's a good old angle on it, yeah, you'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, it goes down to guttering because if you do get pulling, the problem is it rots. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean that, that's what I thought because I thought about doing like the apex, which is the I guess a pyramid on the top. Yeah, um, but I think that's going to be quite complicated to build. So I'm thinking just higher on one end, lower on the other, and let it run off. Yeah, by itself. I mean not not necessarily difficult to build as much more material. Yep, and. Um, and more space, so it depends. The only thing is, it depends where if you've got to look at height as well. Yeah, this is a, a thing which uh, I can't remember what it is two and a half meters, I think. Maybe two and a half is the limit. You're building. I don't know if the, I don't know about no. allotments, though. I'm not sure if the scoring allotments are different. Yeah, well, this is in my home, but at home, I believe it's two and a half meters is the highest you can go. Yeah, well, that, that's not too much of a problem. I'm about six foot tall, so as long as it's at the lowest end, six foot, yeah. I'll be happy. That's 1.8 metres, so I could go up to 2.4. Uh-huh. That'll give me plenty of space. So, yeah, that I didn't see as being yeah, an issue. Problem. Yeah. The next issues I was trying to work out in the design was the doors. You've how... come to the right person, mate, because I am a shed expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your problem with it? Um, well, I'm, all, I'm worried, because obviously I was thinking, what width do I do the doors? Yeah. Uh, how do you make it so they don't rub and they can actually open properly? And uh-huh. um, I guess, how did you design your doors? Is it just a simple case of a frame inside a frame? Well, I, because I've ma- I made stud walls, I yeah. actually made my doors stud walls. Yeah. I but to be fair, I've got some big old um, hinges on them. Yeah. To hold them yeah. up, Cause they're heavy doors. They're like yeah. bolt doors. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've over-engineered, if anything, yeah. the doors. Um, but, what was the question? How did you design your doors? How did I design <laughs> them? Yeah, well, I just did them like that, basically. Because Matt, yeah. I'll tell you why. A, a, a big reason is, um, this is a studio, so it holds a lot of gear in it. Yeah. I wanted some big old And also, I wanted insulation yep. and sound insulation as well. That is one of the reasons that they're, they're the size they are. Yeah. And... Um, it just made it. Easy. It was just easier. Just to have them insulated was was the biggest thing. Yeah. The size wise, I tell you why how I made the size of them, wheelbarrow size. Yep. Because I I've got in mind what you have to do is I've actually got a courtyard out. I say a courtyard, but a decking area yep. that you can only access through the shedio. Yeah. So there's a front door to it, a side door, and sometimes I move gear with the wheelbarrow between. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the that's why those the sides they are actually. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly why I was thinking as well. So that's yeah. um that's you, kind of a if you're gonna design your own then you need to sit that back and think about that sort of thing. Exactly. It's a good thing to, to think about. Exactly. Or if you're I mean perhaps not a wheelbarrow, but if you're carrying some big containers of compost through or something, yeah. Need it to fit. But that's the same as uh, my beds on the allotment. I've designed those to be big enough for a wheelbarrow. Now. Yeah. Exactly. And I'll tell you what also is like um, building something like this, I don't have to worry too much about because of the OBS board or whatever we call it. I don't have to worry about putting shelving or anything up because it's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. In sheds, they're not the frames not massive. No, like putting shelves up, you can put a shelf up. I don't know how much you would hold. Yeah, yeah, that that sort of thing. Now, the third thing I'm having a bit of a problem with, now, as I said, my shed, I want to have a shed at the back uh-huh. and a greenhouse at the front. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm thinking of using the same sort of polycarbonate that you're using but I can't well I could figure out just screw it onto the um, uh, the, the wood but I want some of the windows to actually be able to open yeah which then has led me in how do you make it sealed I guess like a window you would get in a house yeah how did you go around putting your windows in my windows were built um I put a frame around them first. The thing, the thing is, I wish I left. I wish I did mine so they could open. Yeah, that is one of my biggest mistakes. Yeah, that I made. Uh, but they were, the frame was built. Yeah. Then the the what's that stuff called? What's the plastic stuff called? Polycarbonate. Polycarbonate was put into it. Yeah. Funny enough, the polycarbonate is the shape of my old potting shed. Yeah. So it was you re- recycled from yeah. that. Yeah. And and then the shiplap was put round it to secure it into place. Yeah. And then I've put shelves because they're because they're ceiling to floor windows. Yeah. I put shelves in between to secure it a little bit more. Right. Because yep. I mean, it's not the safest stuff. It wouldn't take much for someone to push it through if they wanted to. No, no. I mean, I'm not too worried about that because it's in the back of my garden. So. Oh yeah, of course. But um. But yeah, I think to be honest, it's a good way to go. With it. Yeah, they let a lot of light in. Yeah, I mean it. Surprising amount. I don't. I've got a glass greenhouse on the allotment, and when that glass smashes, it makes a huge mess. Yeah. And I want to try. I mean, I like glass, but I want to try and avoid it in this shed. In I this. think so. I think you don't need to. Worry. That's that one thing you don't need to worry about. Yeah. Like you don't want balls coming over and hitting it. It's yeah. Happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's decent, and also like like I say, it lets a lot of light in. People can't generally look in as well, which is good. If you've got anything in there, you know, yeah, people just you know got tools you don't know, do you? Um, I think it's decent. I think it's a good thing to do. I wish I put more in. Yeah, in my in here. If I'm totally honest with you. Um, although one thing I'd say is I, I what I do is I. If you're making your own, if you're doing something like that, I'd make it a bit of an angle. I like have a roof and an angle. Yeah, you know I mean? have you seen them ones before? I think yeah, we I've seen them. I think we saw them at Malvern. That's exactly ah. Well, I know it's difficult for the listener to know what we're thinking. Ahead, yeah, but exactly like that. I love yeah. that shed. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. So let's just try and explain. It's sort of like a the front of the shed is the greenhouse, I guess, but it's it runs the length of the shed and it, it's at an angle instead of. I can't think what they're called, but yeah, it's difficult to like describe. A, uh... <laughs> It's like a, a like pentagon-shaped shed. Yeah, it's pucker anyway. <laughs> which will put a picture up on social media. So yeah, I'll add it. a picture of what I'm talking about, <laughs> and then give you an idea. It's hard to put it into words, but, but there's that. I mean, that is the thing. Like, if you're building your own one, look how much you can like. I yeah. can let your let your imagination go a little bit. Mm. What if I had a little bit more dosh? I could have done. One of the things I really wanted to do was do a roof that went up. Yeah. The whole roof to go push up like a camper van like a camper yeah exactly like that yeah. um, my dad was not keen on that idea no but uh, it would have been cool yeah yeah. it definitely made a lot of difference to how hot it gets here in the summer yeah yeah I think dad was thinking more of issues with water getting <laughs> 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 I yeah. also watched too much of uh, Amazing Spaces with George Clark so that could be an issue yeah another yeah. idea that I had was to plant a my olive tree Yep. To plant that in here. Right, yep. Uh, again, it didn't happen. 
uh, Dad thought that was a mental idea. Yeah. But I did like the idea of having something that was growing. Yeah. I like the idea of having a tree growing in the middle of the shed. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that on some houses and stuff. It does look pretty stunning. It's puckered, isn't it? Um, but I do wonder if it leads to other issues. You're not very practical as well to have a, a tree in no. the shed. No, no. But, um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you build your own, you can sit down. I, the, my favourite thing ever is to sit down with a bit of paper. Yeah. Doodle. I've done several of those. Mm. That's how I've came up with the prices. So Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now big question. Yeah. Well actually two questions. First of all, what would have you changed had have you built this from scratch again? Mm. Good question. Roof? Yep. Oh also another idea that I didn't do, I bottled it and I wish I did it, was to have that wall which I know the listener can't actually see when pointing at. But it's the wall that's at an angle. The angled wall. I wish that I had I had an idea of making that so a whole thing opened. Right. I opened the whole side of that thing. And I didn't do it because I thought I'd put a desk in here. Right. And obviously I decided not to... I've, I mean, I've got quite a big shed. There's quite a lot of space to walk about. I do a lot of walking about and, and laying on the floor. Weirdly, <laughs> uh, and, a lot of, and a lot of the equipment's on the wall. And um, so I could have done it. It would have been easy. And that was the biggest thing for me. I wish I did that. I wish right. I, I wish I had that whole wall open up onto that little, I say, I call it a courtyard. Let's keep calling it a courtyard. Yeah. But like a French, French doors, a French. Um... Well, French doors, but amazing spaces style. The whole yeah. wall comes away. Yeah. And I didn't. I yeah. bottled it. So that is the biggest thing for me. Right. No, okay. don't get me wrong. It's nice to have that door open, but it would have been nice to have the whole thing open. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, that's pretty, pretty far out there. But in but terms, that's what, of... but, but when I when I say that you make your own, yeah, that's what you can do. That's the sort of things you can think. Yeah. Big. That's. A, I mean, yeah. I guess sometimes it's nice to have a bit more space when you are working on something. It wouldn't have cost a lot more money if it's doing. No. It actually wouldn't have because the main structure's there. It's yeah. Just the hinging of it. No. Okay. That's um. Interesting thought, actually. So, and um, any other things? Uh, I have got some shelving issues that I wish I have a few more shelves on the wall, but I'm working on that. Right. That's yeah. I don't see that being a problem for me. (laughs) (laughs) What was your biggest learning curve while building this? (laughs) Bigger level. Bigger level. I spent my whole. uh, I used to be a tradesman. Yeah. And uh, I had a little boat level. Right. Which got me through about 10 years of uh, being an electrician. Yep. Still got the same boat level. We're talking like a 10 centimetre oh, long yeah. one. Yeah, little tiny, little tiny, little tiny boat yep. level. And I used, when my dad wasn't here, that's what I used uh-huh. for this building. Yeah. I'll show you after this podcast the um, boat level. I'll show you the boat level and I'll show you some of the walls that are not exactly straight. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, that is my only regret as well you know probably get a bigger level yeah yeah like i couldn't have done the flooring because i'm rubbish at levels Uh if the flooring had not been level bang on i probably would have been even more trouble yeah when it comes to the roof and stuff and that's what i didn't think about like i'm not a bad woodsman (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but you know that's the sort of thing that you, you live and learn. Live yeah. and learn, mate. Yeah. If anyone wants to send me a level, that'd be great. 
Well, I might have one, actually. I might have two. <laughs> now, for me, if because this is going at home, yeah. this, this shed that I'm handing, it has to be attractive. It has mm. to look good. And I've got to admit, your one does look attractive. It does look good. It looks a bit like a, like a ship. Yeah. S-H-I-P. <laughs> to anyone that was... Uh... Listening. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think it's like... A, a... I like the grey. It's a bit too grey for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but not just the paint. I mean, the trouble I have with recycled woods is you got bits of wood that just doesn't match, and it looks different sizes. We've all seen them on the allotments, haven't we? And yeah. I think on the allotment they look great. At home, when I've got to look at it, my neighbours have got to look at it. I don't think it has quite the same appeal. So I tell you what, my wife would agree with you. Yeah. It's all in the eye of the beholder, I suppose, isn't it? Because I is do quite like that look. Yeah. And if I'm really honest with you, if it was totally down to me, I would have clad this whole thing in palettes. Right. But I was not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that, I, don't, I just like that sort of, sort of look, but I know loads of people that don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like my neighbours is against anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Sure. He hates all that sort of stuff. So... Um, See, I think also you have to think a little bit about the neighbours, I suppose, as well. If you've yeah. got it in your own garden. Um, I try and keep my palette art as small as possible for yeah. them as well. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, you have to think about that a little bit. Yeah, it would use a lot of palettes as well to do this. You would have to do use a lot, don't get me wrong. Like pal- yeah. Using palettes, it seems like a great idea, but it's a lot of work. work. <laughs> a lot of work. Now, would you do it again? Yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent do it again. Um, not here now because this is solid. This ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I'd a hundred percent build my own again. I would like. I just can't. I just can't. Like we looked at these sheds. Like my auntie spent just spent seven hundred quid on her shed, and it's smaller than this. Yeah, and I think for three hundred quid extra. That was just over grand building this, mm. but for three hundred quid extra, you could have got something a lot bigger and. More to spec and sturdier. And I mean, that's that's the thing sturdier. I've taken away from this is how sturdy it is. Yeah, it's solid, man. Yeah, it's, so, it's you could screw anything into it. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are you are persuading me that actually going down the building route is going to be the best way to do it. I just think you can do more with it. Like, yeah, you can just make it to your spec. Yeah. Yeah, we could have started this podcast with that Corsa BMW thing and just finished it. Because <laughs> I honestly think that in life, anything like that, I think there's a place for buying new stuff. Yeah, there's also a place for if you're going to mess around with it. And some people um, get get a shed and they use it for storage. They use it for its purpose. My problem is that I can't sit still. Yeah, I constantly have to be doing something and changing bits about and making things work for myself and I think if I bought something like a shed for 700 quid um, it would I'd hold back from screwing in some shelves or or you or, or messing about with it or cutting up like if I if I want to cut a hole in the side for something yeah I've got an idea I, I don't I'll say I won't listen to this I've got an idea of using I, I love the idea of using the washing up uh, not a washing up a uh, washing machine <laughs> Jump as a window, uh-huh. like the front bit, you know, the glass bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. The door. No, no, I, the wash-up door. Yeah, yeah, the wash, yeah. Not the wash-up, you know what I mean. My wife used one of those to make a candle holder. Really? Yeah. 
See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've got a really, I really want to do that with um, different areas of this. Yeah. And I can, if once I get older one, I'll yeah. be able to do it. If yeah. I really want to, you get a jigsaw, I'll just start cutting away. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to shed you've just brought, would you? No, no. Don't know if no. a guarantee comes on it, mate, but I think that probably voids guarantee if you put a washing machine front, front yeah. in the side of it. Yeah, I'd imagine so. It'd probably <laughs> lose some of its strength as well. Definitely. Because especially those overlap sheds. I mean the the wood that holds everything I mean they're basically fence panels bolted together. Yeah. Well do this is what you need to do. Go to wherever you're gonna buy a shed. Get your child to run into it, <laughs> see what happens. Then come over here and get your kid to run into mine. And then on the way to the hospital afterwards, you can decide which one's best. <laughs> and that was a tip from the kids' garden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, finally, any tips to anybody, including myself, who would be planning on building their... Any final thoughts on how planning. they Planning. Planning. Don't rush into it. Mm-hmm. I spent a quite a long time doodling yep. shapes of sheds yep. to get to the end. I mean, I got in the end, I tried to think of loads of different ways where I didn't have this angle. Yep. I'm glad I did the angle now. Yep. But I tried to think, look, because obviously I had to build around the taxi. Yeah. So the angle needs to be there yeah. for you to still be able to get in the taxi. I could have squared it off and then you wouldn't have seen the taxi. Yeah. But I wanted to still see the taxi. So just sit and doodling to right. most of you. And then also doodling the inside. It's quite easy to make the shape of it, but doodling how you're going to use the space. Yeah. Like I always knew that this bit we're sitting in the end here was going to be the studio, the main yeah. bit. This is where what people would see. Yeah. I always knew this little corner bit would be that. And it's always this bit that I've not never been sure about. Yeah. I've left it open because maybe because it's still a workable space. I'm not sure how I'm going to use it still. Mm-hmm. But just planning. Plan. The last thing you want to do is spend loads of dosh on a shed that you've built and then decide it that it doesn't even work for its purpose. Yeah. Um, so that's my biggest tip. Right. Thanks. Don't spend any money. <laughs> right. Well, thank you so much. This has been great and very... Oh, One last tip. One last tip. Don't put uh, Go Faster Stripes on it. <laughs> what, if, what if you like Go Faster Stripes? Oh, yeah, go for it. But trust me, if you've got a courser out there, don't put it on there. No, no. Well, thank you so much for that, Lee. It's been... <laughs> that, was worth, that was worth holding at the end of the podcast for. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Uh, no. Thank you so much, Lee. It's inspired me to go back to the drawing board and really think again about building a shed over the winter. Well, thank you for joining me today. If you have any thoughts on the subjects covered in today's podcast, then email me, richard at uk. Visit the website and leave a comment at uk, and you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veg Grail Podcast. Now for today, please take care and I shall speak to you again on Friday when we have the Friday Night Pub Quiz. Till then, please take care.